Hello and welcome to Aboriginal Way. I'm Kalia Alice. An exciting new exhibition is about to open at Tandanya. It shares the previously untold stories of Aboriginal South Australian veterans of the Vietnam War. It's called Vietnam One In All In and it is the third creative project by Country Arts SA that focuses on the experiences of Aboriginal diggers. And on the program today, we hear from the curator of the exhibition, Jessica Clark, and we also hear from Sam Yates, who is the executive producer of the Aboriginal Diggers Program at Country Arts SA. And they'll tell us about the exhibition and how it came together. First up, though, here is Briggs with his track, Oh No. This is Aboriginal Way and I'm Kalia Alice. A new exhibition, Vietnam One in All In, is about to open at Tandanya this uh, next week. And it is the third creative project by Country Arts SA that focuses on the experiences of Aboriginal diggers from South Australia. It opens in Adelaide at Tandanya on the 24th of this month and it will be open for six weeks before it goes on the road. The exhibition focuses on untold stories from Aboriginal veterans and it also pays tribute to their sacrifice through the artwork of local Aboriginal artists. So it's a very unique partnership that uh, showcases these stories and it's going to be a real eye-opener and something um, very special for all South Australians to enjoy. I spoke with Sam Yates from Country Arts SA. She's the executive producer of the Aboriginal Diggers Program and also the curator of the exhibition, Jessica Clark, who has been busy installing the exhibition this week. And I caught up with both of them at Tandanya. I first asked Sam about the Country Arts Aboriginal Diggers Programme exhibition. Okay, so uh, Vietnam One in All In is the third residency project that we've delivered upon uh, in an Aboriginal Diggers Programme. It's been running o- about four years now. Um, the first uh, programme or project, sorry, we delivered was a film called Coming Home with Alan Collins, an Aboriginal cinematographer. Uh, based in Raukin, he was in residency. So I went through, with all of the three projects, we went through a consultation stage with the community to find out what are the stories that they'd like to have told and what are the, the gems and that we could actually capture and share with community to help people understand the importance of Aboriginal soldiers and, and the commitment and the sacrifices they've made. All the while coming back, you know, say from World War I, um, with no acknowledgement of what they've done, and World War II actually, um, so the first project was the film, Coming Home, uh, which we launched at the Mercury Cinema and in Raukin Community back in 2017. Uh, there was a number of mentees that were part of that film project. Isaac Lindsay, uh, Kiara Miller and Victor Kulmatri um, all had a wonderful opportunity in learning how to make a film. In the end, actually, uh, Victor Kumatri was interviewing his mother, Verna Kumatri, about the story of her uncles that never came home. 
Roland, uh, sorry, Cyril and Rufus Rigney from World War I. The second uh, residency was with Aboriginal playwright Glenn Shea, who was actually in, again, Malkin, um, over, over a period of about three months, actually, a long time. He was researching the story of Roland Carter, the first Nutterjerry man to ever go from Rauchen to fight for his community in World War I. He became a prisoner of war and uh, he was injured first and he became a prisoner of war and he struck up a beautiful friendship with a German Jewish ethnologist who their story lasted a lifetime. They had uh, parallel lives. Obviously, Leonard Adam was the German Jew. He um, was stripped of all of his um, doctorates and what have you, sent to England initially and then sent out to, uh, on the Denera to Australia. And he ended up working for the Melbourne University. He was the first person to ever put together an Aboriginal exhibition of artefacts, but he called them art, not artefacts, um, at the Ian Potter Museum. They still hold that collection. Um, and that was launched last year in 2018 in Ralkin Community and at the Dunstan Playhouse. And that was called MeWe 3027. Again, Glenn mentored um, Alexis, play, uh, Alexis West, an uh, Aboriginal playwright from South Australia, and did some workshops in writing and acting while he was in Ralkin Community. So that was the second instalment. And now we come to the third instalment. And through the advice, so Leanne Juniper Buckskin was our creative producer on the whole three year program absolutely instrumental in, in steering which way these projects were going to go. Also with the connections with community, um, with the Aboriginal veterans of South Australia. So for the third residency, we went back to the Aboriginal veterans of South Australia and our Brains Trust, which is a subcommittee of ABSA, and said to them, okay, what would you like us to focus on this time? And they really wanted to focus on living veterans. And so Vietnam came about. And Leanne um, had known about Jessica Clark, who's our curator, amazing curator. Um, she met her in Venice, was it? Yeah. Um, and we engaged Jess, I think it was around May, June last year. So it's happened in a very short time frame. So Jessica came on as our curator and Leanne still stayed as our creative producer for this project as well. And yeah, I'll let Jess talk more about Vietnam itself. So, Jess, uh, tell us, yeah, how you got involved and um, your first steps in the project. So, the first steps in this amazing project was to meet and interview the veterans. Uh, so, with our um, Brains Trust that Sam just mentioned, they helped us connect with living veterans from the Vietnam War from South Australia. Um, and Leanne Buckskin and I travelled the state and interviewed them all to capture their stories. And how uh, was it through Leanne that you found these veterans in the community? I mean, how, how was that process of getting, um, getting people wanting to tell their stories? Um, yeah, it was a process of connecting with the veterans, lots of calls, um, inviting them into the project. Uh, some were really keen, some had their own reasons and didn't want to participate. Um, and, and yeah, we brought them together from there. Can I just add to that? So Leanne was on the um, was part of the creative team that created the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander War Memorial here in South Australia. So she has a long connection with the veteran community. So it was through her connections, but also also our Brains Trust. I mean, Frank Lampard, 
Bill Hignett and Ian Smith, all members of AVSA, Aboriginal Veterans of South Australia, they were absolutely essential in linking us with those veterans. Yeah, because um, Frank Lampard had a lot to do with the war memorial as well, yes. didn't he? Yeah. yeah, all of those members yeah, did, actually. Them, yeah, so it's, it's almost a continuation of, of having that mm. um, erected and then um, sort of just bringing those stories into the community, into the, to, into the modern world now, mm. as opposed to just being left behind. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like for you to sit down and actually have these stories told to you? Uh, it was incredible. Um, it's a really powerful experience. I mean, you're sitting across the table from a veteran who's, who's served, who's um, dedicated their lives to community outside after coming home as well, that were just so incredibly generous with their time and what they told, what they shared through the interviews. So it was a really powerful and challenging experience especially hearing some of the things that, that that they shared with us through the through the conversations how did you then take these stories and transfer it to the artists that you got involved after the interviews happened we put a expression of interest call out to south australian aboriginal artists the, they were invited to apply um, and, and explain why, why they were interested and share something about their practice. So I think we had 23 mm. applications in total, which was quite a lot, um, with the intention of having 10 selected. Uh, so that was a really challenging process in going through those applications. And then the next conversation was thinking about um, the pairings and, and which artists, um, where they're from, where their country is, um, personality types or connections, personal connections some of them may have had, um, and pairing them up in, in a way that would work. So each of the artists were then given the interview um, and transcript that Leanne and I um, carried out with each of the veterans and was asked to creatively respond to that in, a, in the form of a contemporary work that would acknowledge the veterans' story and sacrifice um, and celebrate their life beyond. Yeah, so it's really a celebration exhibition. And we were able to bring everybody together late last year. So once the artists were selected and they agreed, we brought the veterans and the artists all together at Country Art to Say and had this amazing day, actually, of a bit of speed dating for everybody to get to know each other. Because <laughs> was, how are we going to do this? And then an amazing lunch. And then the artists and the veteran were able to have time to go off. In We've got enough space up there for everybody to go off and have their own little conversations and, and just start that connection. And something really beautiful happened at that meeting. There were two veterans that are involved and both of their stories are featured in this show and they actually went through training here in Australia before Vietnam together. They went to the Vietnam War at different times and came back and they had not seen each other until that meeting last year in the same room. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. Wow. And that one of the veterans incredible. brought a photograph, actually, of him training and there was the other veteran in the photo and he happened to be in the room. It gives me shivers thinking about Oh, it does. It amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Oh, what a treat for them to be able to share their stories yeah. after so many years. Yeah, absolutely. And, and their wives came as well. Yeah. It was just such a beautiful day. Mm. Oh, very special. 
tell me a little bit more about the type of materials that the artists are using. You've got a variety of different yeah, materials. Sure. Well, there's actually 12 works in the show. So okay. just to explain that, so there's 10 veteran stories that are featured mm-hmm. um, with 10 artists responding to those. And then there were additional two commissions. So we've commissioned Uncle Mookie to create an honour roll that would acknowledge um, Vietnam veterans from South Australia, both living and past. So we've got a commemorative work in the show, which is really important. Um, And also Raymond Zadda was commissioned to create a social commentary piece that would engage with the the things that were going on at the time um, and bring it back into the now. So he's created an incredibly powerful video which speaks to the effects of PTSD. Um, so in terms of materials, they are really diverse. It's an interdisciplinary show. There's works um, from traditional weaving, Nanajeri and Ghana-style weaving, um, to Uncle Mugi's shield, which is a Nanajeri shield, but it's cast in glass. Uh, it has a collection of spears that um, are for dedicated to each of the veterans, um, which is super powerful. Um, anything from a neon work, we've got... A video on a, on a TV screen. There's lots of paintings and mixed media, um, and even a wall hanging. So yeah, it's quite diverse. There's also a thirteenth artist actually, Colleen Strangways, who did portraits of the veterans. So quite different. Quite specifically, we asked her to do a job, but has created beautiful portraits of all of the veterans. Yeah, she's a great photographer. Mm. So yeah. fantastic, great addition. Yeah, and they're in our catalogue, yeah. um, and they will be showcased in the show as well. So tell us a little bit about how people can come and see the show when it's opening, and yeah, how long it's on for in Adelaide. Sure. So we open next Wednesday on the twenty fourth of April, five pm. Um, we're having a, a lovely celebration night um, with an open. Uncle Mugi is doing the welcome for us. Um, and a couple of nibblies and a bit of an explore and meeting the veterans will be here and all of the artists will be here too. Um, we're doing a curator and artist talk on, on Thursday the 25th on Anzac Day. So feel free to come in and, and meet some of the veterans and the artists and myself for a tour. That's at 11am. Um, and it'll be on at Tandania for six weeks, so up until the 1st of June. So then you're heading to Port Lincoln. How long is it going to be in Port Lincoln? Port Lincoln's for six weeks again, um, opening on the 14th of June, and then it'll travel on to Port Augusta, opening 5th 5th of of August. August. Yes, yeah. And why do you think it's important to um, get this show on the road? Oh, needs to be on the road. I mean, the veterans are from all across the state. Uh, Two of the veterans featured in the show are from Port Lincoln. There's another two that are from Port Augusta. We'd love to tour beyond then there as well. Um, But, yeah, those plans are in progress at the moment. Yeah, it's definitely planned to look at funding and support to tour it nationally. We'd love to see it at the Australian War Memorial and then tour it to other regional galleries across Australia. But it is a really important story for the whole of Australia to learn and hear about and see. And Jess, our curator, she's created amazing education packs as well that go along with this. So for primary school, for secondary school, there's the public program. So there's so many different ways that people can engage. We're hoping to have an online presence as well so that it's a, it's a living document, you know, it just keeps keeps uh, educating and, and helping people understand about their sacrifices that Aboriginal veterans have made. So who, who else is involved and who's been supporting you? Okay, so Ministry for the Arts actually funded us for the three years. Um, that was our starting point. So uh, through the Anzac Centenary Arts and Culture Fund, 
So from that, we you know got lots of other funding from different bodies for each project. This one in particular, Vietnam Arts South Australia, sorry, Arts South Australia have been really supportive. Ku Arts have supported the mentorship program, and we've had two mentees, um, Marika Davies from Port Augusta and Ashley Pompey from Sejuna, that have been um, Jess has been teaching them all the ropes and what to do to create curate an exhibition. We've got support Australia Council for the Arts. And the country arts to say, of course, through our own funding. Um, but it's, it's been a huge project. Like it, the amount of resources and time and energy that is needed to get this to where at this point, it's very hard to explain in a radio interview. Um, but it's been huge and it's so worthwhile. But I did also want to mention, I mean, we wouldn't be at this point if it wasn't for our CEO, Steve Saffel, who about five years ago was listening to a radio interview in Queensland about a um, recognition that was taking place for Aboriginal veterans uh, through the form of a sculpture um, installation. I can't remember exactly what community it was in, but he heard this on the radio and he came back to work and said, look, Sam, what, what, because I'm in the Aboriginal program at Country Arts, he said, what can we do? I really want to honour Aboriginal veterans. I, I think we, this is really important now for us to do that. So that sort of set us on this pathway. And I know he, he always says, like, he, he, we've exceeded all the expectations that our board and what have you had about this project but I think that's because so many people want this to happen and so many people want to hear these stories and and know how important it is for this acknowledgement. And it also seems like the program has given a lot of opportunity for um, younger members of the community to be mentored um, through arts and learn about this history that just is rarely spoken about. Um, so that's that's really good too. Mm. And I guess that's the the central importance of this show is that I mean I hope that people come in and engage with the histories. These histories haven't been told before, you know, um, and it's so important that they're documented. The lived experiences of these veterans are documented. Why why they're still with us. And that was Jessica Clark, curator of the new exhibition launching at Tandanya Cultural Arts Institute. Uh, next week on the 24th of April and with her was Sam Yates, the executive producer of the Aboriginal Diggers program from Country Arts SA. This is Aboriginal Way and I'm Kalia Alice and here is Mojo Juju with Cold Conditions. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening. I'm Kalia Alice and thank you to Sam Yates and Jessica Clark for coming on the show and telling us about this exciting exhibition sharing untold stories of Aboriginal South Australian veterans from the Vietnam War. Very interesting topic indeed and definitely can't wait to uh, see the exhibition. If you'd like to find out more, we'll be sharing this podcast through the Native Title website, Native Title SA, and sharing it on the on the Native Title Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week.